Tim Cato. Tim, good morning and welcome to the program. We appreciate your time today. Absolutely. How are you guys doing? We are terrific. Let's let's dive into this thing. In in just your first uh, the first impressions, uh, the play in. Were you a fan of the play in? Are you a fan of the play in? Or or was sixteen teams eight in each conference enough in your opinion? Yeah, I I mean I think the games are exciting. I, I don't think that is completely. Um, I think it's more complicated than that. I think you have to look at more factors than that. I had a lot of fun watching the games last night and the night before. Um, I also hear you that that twenty teams having a chance at the playoffs, you know, is is, is kind of doesn't seem right. Um, obviously, it came from the idea of, of, you know, if we give more teams a chance, it will it will decrease the motivation for teams to tank. Um, is that the reality? Um, I, I, I don't know. So, I, I, I guess I, I thought it was fun to watch, but um, I, I think it's it, uh, the jury's still out for me a little bit on it. Let's say that. When you look at this Maverick team getting ready to take on Utah, is this going to be where Luca goes, the Mavericks go? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, that's that's what the Mavericks have been all season, right? Um, and and, uh, and now, especially with the way that uh, he is questionable with uh, with this injury, um, it, it seems like even more of the question that that we should focus on. Um, so there, there are a team that is revolved around him, and you know, if, if he, depending on when he can get back on the court, um, you know, they, they they will continue to do so. So, with that being said, I guess this is time for Spencer Dinwiddie to really step up in the first series. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think that's true. Um, I, I, but, you know, right now we're looking at Luca. Um, he, he is day-to-day, um, you know, and it, it's not a serious injury, but even a serious injury, a serious calf strain, um, you know, obviously in this instance, the timing is unfortunate. And, and I think I would guess we're probably looking at a couple games without him. So, yes, Spencer Dinwiddie – and the rest of the team, I think, can steal a win uh, in those first two games. But without Luca, you know, this team is obviously just less talented than Utah. Utah's a talented team. They've had their own issues. But, um, you know, Spencer Dinwiddie is, is, is not going to fully replace Luca, of course. And, you know, not, not, not thinking that you guys are suggesting that. And, but, you know, it, it's also a, a situation where, um, you know, even when Luca's back, uh, the concern is what percentage is he? Is, is he able to kind of do his same stop-start movements that make him so effective? Because the cast is pretty important to that. So there's a lot of questions around the series that are, are just unfortunate. Speaking of the series, obviously this, from a statistical standpoint, uh, in the in the win, win-loss category, this is, you know, really a close series, the 4-5. But is it, in your opinion, the most compelling series in this first round? That's a good question. I, I haven't fully thought about it. Um, you know, I, I think I was kind of waiting to see who the, uh, the the play in one. I would say so. I would say so. I, I think that there's there's some some beef, you know, between the two teams. But you know, it doesn't seem like Luca and, and Rudy were getting along, um, even though they're fellow Europeans. But there's there's something there that was that was spicy, um, you know. And and I think they're just, you know. If healthy, both teams are so evenly matched up. Um, I would have picked the Mavericks, uh, 
things, you know, with, with Luca's uncertainty, that, that gets just a little bit harder. But it, it's a really evenly matched series, and it really, really should be fun. Tim, can the Mavericks go small and make things difficult on the Jazz? I think they can. Um, and I'd be very curious how quickly they go to that. Uh, they, they have, you know, that, that's what has troubled Rudy Gobert. Not because he's bad at guarding three-point shooters. He's actually quite good guarding on the perimeter. But if he has to guard out there, he's not protecting the rim. You know, he can't do two things at once. Um, and, and because he is so good at the rim, just getting him out to the perimeter is, is a really effective thing for, for the Mavericks to do. Um, I would imagine the Mavericks, you know, especially if Luka misses the first game, the first two games, I would imagine they try small lineups very early. Um, and now sometimes the small lineups might be Davis Bertans at center, and he's still 6'10". Um, but I think they should even try Dorian Finney-Smith at center and, and go all wings, all guards, uh, and just see what happens because that, that is the exact lineup that, that Utah really struggled with last season against the Clippers, you know, just a bunch of really athletic wings um, and, and enough playmaking guards to, to go with them. And I, I would be very curious to see how quickly Jason Kidd at least tries it out and, and, and sees how effective it is. And, you know, with that being said, and knowing all the, the chess match you're going to have to go into this being shorthanded, how does the Mavs bench match up with the Jazz's bench? I, I think that, I think that uh, you know, both rotations in the playoffs always get shorter. Um, I, I can't speak for the Jazz in terms of how deep they're going to run. Um, you know, obviously they have players like Jordan Clarkson coming off the bench who's, uh, you know, been that spark plug scorer that, that you're used to seeing. And, you know, the Mavericks would have had that with Tim Hardaway Jr., but he is out for the season, uh, almost certainly. You know, certainly won't play in this series. Um, and, and so the Mavericks are running into some some depth issues. Um, you know, I, I think Davis Bertans and Josh Green and Maxi Kleba you know, that trio is important, and they're going to get minutes. Um, but there's a chance if Maxi Kleba or Josh Green aren't hitting shots that, you know, the Jason Kidd's going to be in a really tough situation where he isn't even sure if he can uh, keep playing them. And, and obviously, once once Luka comes back and Spencer returns to the bench, that's going to be an effective, you know, uh, boost for the, the team overall. But uh, I, I do think that, you know, some of these players who have played key roles throughout the season are going to get tested um, by postseason basketball. And I'm interested and you know, hopeful for them that they respond the right way and, and they can handle it. Jazz really like the transition offensive game for them, and the Mavs are very good at transition defense. Does that kind of be the, the domino that falls in this series? Can the Mavs hold up on that transition defense and – make things harder, put the Jazz in a situation where they have to run the half-court offense? Um, I, I think that, that Utah really is is capable in half-court as well. Um, they're good at running, for sure. And, and Rudy Gobert, especially, is someone who gets a lot of kind of leak-out uh, points that, that way. Um, but on the, on the flip side, this, these, these are pretty slow-paced teams by um, – you know, by, by metrics, Dallas is actually the slowest team in the league. They average the, the fewest number of possessions per game. And I, I think Utah is, is somewhere in there. They, 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 you know, when, once the transition opportunities don't come, Utah is, a, is very comfortable sitting with the ball and just running their sets. 
um, uh, you know, even even into the last five seconds of the shot clock. Um, and, and Dallas has done that all season. Obviously, when you have Luca, and Luca, you know, has his step back three and has the ability to get a all right, you know, a a, a you know at least an average look pretty much at any given moment. Um, that certainly gives uh, Dallas more more flexibility to do it. So we'll have to see how they adjust with um, you know with with without him out and, and see how long it takes for him to return. But um, you know, in, in the same way, I, I think Spencer Dinwiddie is going to be someone who <clears throat> you know once the Mavericks run through their sets, if, if a better shot doesn't materialize, we're going to see a lot of Spencer going into isolation, and he's been pretty effective at that this season. Hey, hey, Tim, what do you got? Uh, what do you got coming up in the athletic for us? Let's see. Uh, you know, I wrote with a uh, did a conversation with our Utah writer uh, that's on our website right now. I uh, might do a little bit more of a, a deep dive. And then next week, next Monday, have you ever wondered why the Mavericks have rim microphones that are so loud? Because I've got an answer for you. Ah, nice. Yes, I have. Yeah. <laughs> well, that'll be I, fun. The whole story behind it. Awesome. Yeah, that'll be great. Hey, Tim, thanks so much. We appreciate your time. Uh, and it, it should be fun. And, again, uh, I, I did see where you uh, you got the uh, the preview coming up with uh, with uh, Tony Jones, and that, that's, a, that's a great read. And you can find it in The Athletic, and we appreciate your time today. Absolutely. Thank you all.